want to talk this morning about love stories. Um, we all enjoy a good love story, I think. Um, Romeo and Juliet, Notting Hill, Titanic, maybe a good love story, I don't know. Um, so many films, Hollywood is full of love stories. They, they just grab us, they grab our attention. Even so, like, because they put love stories in films you don't expect. So Star Wars, there's a love story in it. The latest Jurassic World, there's a love story in it. Because it grabs something, it grabs our attention. There's something ingrained in us that loves a good love story. And um, I defy you to find someone that disagrees. Um, you know, the cross is the central point in the greatest love story ever told. God created man. In the beginning of time, God created the heavens and the earth. And he created man to dwell and to be in his presence, to have a relationship with him. He created it so that, so that in, we read in Genesis, Adam would walk with God in the Garden of Eden. He created it so that we would have an intimate relationship with God. But of course, as most of us know, man sinned and turned away. We decided to do our own thing. We decided to, to stop listening to God, to stop listening to his word. We decided to start doubting him and turned away and rejected him, rejected his relationship. The cross is God's way of bringing us back to him. Now, when I think of um, classic love stories, I always end up thinking about Disney. And my excuse for this is because I've got two kids. <laughs> That's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. Um, when you think of kind of the classic love stories, you think about, like, Cinderella, don't you? And the, the, the maiden that is, is trapped in a house with an evil stepmother and... and the prince that comes to rescue her. Or you think about Sleeping Beauty, stuck in that tower, can't do anything asleep, and needs this handsome prince who she's never, ever met to come and rescue her. The maiden that needs rescuing by her beloved prince. But I think there's been a shift over the last few years in, in, in the stories that are being told, particularly... In, in Hollywood, you know, the handsome prince love story just doesn't seem to cut it anymore. And I think this is because too many people who have tried that, who have, who have tried to find the perfect person and then to have their happily ever after, have discovered that it doesn't work like that. Too many people have found their own love stories either failing or those around them failing because they're dreaming of this handsome prince that turns up in the happily ever after. That's not how it works. You know, realizing this, Disney, a few years ago, shifted away from this kind of traditional love story. And one of the films they did this in was Frozen. Now, I'm going to make an assumption now. I'm going to, spoiler alert, I'm going to make an assumption that there are two groups of people in this world. There are those that have seen Frozen, and there are those who have no desire to ever see Frozen. So I think I'm fairly safe with the spoiler. Now, if you've not seen it, it's a tale of two sisters. One of these sisters falls in love with a man called Hans. And um, she falls in love, love, uh, love at first sight. It's all like the traditional fairy tale. 
And during the tale, this sister, Anna, she ends up injured. She ends up with a life-threatening injury. And she's told that the only way that she will escape death is an act of true love. And so everyone in the film, and of course all of us sat there watching it in the cinema, assume that it's, because, that it's a true love's kiss from her love, her, the person that she's fallen in love with. And it turns out that this isn't the case. In fact, it turns out that the man she's fallen in love with isn't a very nice guy at all. What we actually find out later in the film, that the act of true love is, is Anna getting in the way and defending her sister. Her sister is about to be struck down with a sword. Her sister is about to be killed. And Anna steps in and stops it. And that is the act of true love that the film shows. And it's okay. It all ends up happily ever after. They're both alive. That's so much so that they could, Disney can make a sequel um, and make more money. But, you know, Disney were only realizing something that Jesus told us 2,000 years ago. In John 15, verse 13, Jesus says, Greater love has no one than this, than someone lay down his life for his friends. Jesus laid down his life for you and for me. He took on everything that I have and have yet to do wrong so that I could be restored to a relationship with God. Jesus allowed himself to be separated from God. In that moment, we heard saw it on the video, that moment when he's on the cross and he's, darkness falls and he says, Father, why have you forsaken me? It's not because he's crying out at that moment for God to come and take him off the cross and rescue him. It's because in that moment, for the first time ever, the Son of God is separated from the Father. There's a moment in time which had never happened before and has never happened since where the Father and the Son are separated and the son just cries out because he knows it's not where he's meant to be. He knows that this is wrong. He knows that he's de- he is designed to live in communion with his father. He allowed himself to be separated so that we would never have to be. It is the greatest love story. And today, Jesus holds out his hands and says, will you come and be in a relationship with me? Will you come and spend your life in fellowship and communion and relationship with me. Will you accept my love? And here's the thing, it costs us nothing. It is available to all, whoever you are, whatever your story, whatever you've done wrong, there's grace for you. Jesus did it for you, and you can accept his invitation today. But, It costs nothing, but it also costs you everything. Because Jesus asks us to take up our cross. Jesus asks us to take up our cross and follow him. And what he's saying here is, if you want in in on this relationship, then I need all of you. I need your thoughts, your words, your actions, the way you live your life. If you love me, then you'll lay down your life for me, is what Jesus is saying. So this morning as we continue, I'm going to invite Marcus just to come back up. We're going to give an opportunity for a few minutes just to sit in the quiet, to consider the cross and its ultimate act of love and to consider our response. Now perhaps you don't know Jesus, 
I'd love to talk to you. If you're online, please get in touch with us. If you're watching this video in a few weeks' time, I'd love to get in, please get in touch with us. But for most of us here this morning, most of us who have been on this journey for a while, we want to invite you to sit and consider, is there anything Jesus is calling you to lay down today? Is there anything Jesus is calling us to bring to the cross today? Are there any thoughts... Are there any actions, any patterns in our lives, any sins that we just need to bring to the cross today to say, Jesus, have my all?